0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is Legal Man. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk again about the election, but I'm going to try to give people maybe a bigger perspective as opposed to being stuck down in the weeds, like all the coverage is. And so I already made one show about it, but I think I needed to make this other show, and I hope people enjoy it. Now, for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for 30 years. I've seen all sorts of scams like this in multiple election cycles. Luckily, I'm America's most trusted lawyer, so you can know that I'm going to give it to you straight. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, let's enough fooling around. Let's go ahead and get the show started. So I made a show about the election the other day. It was a bonus show. And I got a lot of response from it, and I hope that it helps people to understand kind of legally, Where we are with regards to this stuff, because there's so much detail that goes into whatever the outcome is going to be. And it has so much to do with what information actually makes it into the record, what's allowed into the record, what they can actually get, what the burdens of proof are, what the standards of evidence are. And then you have all the political things that may or may not get used. You have this endless series of Barnum statements about what a fair election is, what's access, what's equal access. All these things are going to be details, and they're all going to get decided in multiple different cases all over the place. And it's a very fluid situation, and the people, they see it, they get overwhelmed, and most people are only listening or reading kind of one side. They listen to either right or left and there's a, there's a lot of people who imagine themselves to be objective, but most of those people are probably actually reading leftist material and they think they're being objective. But it doesn't matter because the bottom line on all of this is trying to give a detailed picture of what's going on in a lawsuit through a news report, a radio show, a news article, it's basically hopeless. <laughs> you can get a vague idea, but the reality is in order to really understand a lot of these things, the claims are quite complex and legally complex. And it seems like it's it's very simple, but it's not. And you'd probably have to be a lawyer and actually be in the case, reading all the material to really know what the hell's going on. A lot of the junior associates may not even know what's going on. And that's the reality. That's why I don't normally get down into the details of what actually is going on. What are they actually pleading? What are they actually attaching as evidence? I just let people know that that's where the cases won or lost. Setting aside the ideas of corruption and biased judges and everything else, it's all one down in the details. And the details are only something that an individual who's highly motivated can go actually pull up and look at and go read through. Because these cases, the senior partners in charge spend all their time on these cases. They're working 18-hour days on this case. Those people know what's happening. Everybody else is just playing at knowing what's happening in the case, that's all, they're just playing at it. And people want this sort of fairy tale, black and white, drama-driven soap opera, and they wanna imagine that they're informed, they're not. If you wanna take a soap opera kind of view, then you have to step back and you have to take even more steps back than people are willing to take and look at the entire situation. Right? And you have to start asking questions like, well, what is the remedy? <laughs> what is the remedy if, if you find that certain of these statutory violations occurred and that things were allowed in that shouldn't have been allowed in? Well, what about the entire case that once you start allowing these mail-in ballots, we can't know how many people, if you weren't going to allow their ballot to stand, would have simply come in in person? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know how many of these mistakes that the poll people are making or fraud that they're committing or whatever, however you want to classify it. How how many of those people would have come in and voted? We don't know. How many people would have come in and voted with no mail-in voting? We don't know that either. What are you going to do about the computer that's supposedly kicking out incorrect results? What are you going to do? Are you going to run all the ballots back through it in all the states it was used in? Is that what we're going to do? Do we have to hand count them all? Who watches all the hand counting? What rules are used for the hand counting? See, the only really fair way to do it is to have an actual re entire over the entire nation with in-person voting where everybody shows an idea, gets a picture taken, and gets an indelible mark on their hand so they can only vote once. And even in a system like that, there can be fraud, but short of that, you're never going to get a real answer. You're never going to. And the whole thing is, if you take a step back, you can just see that it's set up to create this kind of chaos. That's all. It's just set up to be chaotic and something that you can never sort out. 150 million votes cast. Tens of millions of votes cast in all these different uh, states that are supposedly at issue. Well, how do we know every state's not at issue? How do we know? (laughs) We don't know. And the problem with all of this is that it's not knowable, it's not sortable, it's impossible. We have about 30 days now to get it done. How the hell is that gonna happen? How are you gonna sort out all these different issues, all the different legal problems, all the hearings, all the evidence? How are you gonna get opportunities to cross-examine and go up and have appeals and that thing? You can't, none of it can be solved now. See, it was set up for a fail. It was set up for a fail because the reality is the overwhelming amount of cheating and fraud is always on one side, the Democrats. And I've made shows about this. But the problem is, if the Democrats win, are they going to clean it up? Are they going to clean it up when they win? <laughs> no, of course they're not going to. So the only time you can actually clean it up as a Republican is if you win. See, this is assuming the narrative that the Republicans are actually out there to try to win and clean it, which is not true. I've made episode after episode about that. But the only time it can actually happen is if the Republican wins. And, and the reality is every single time the Republican wins, like even in 2016, there was massive amounts of these allegations, the same kind of voter, quote, irregularities, all the same kind of stuff. The only difference is they didn't do quite enough for Hillary to win. And whether that was intentional or not, I don't know. But people who think that the voting process has been so sacrosanct and protected and, and everything else over the decades, they're living in a fantasy land. That's all. These votes have been full of corruption and rigging more than my whole lifetime. Probably the entire time there's ever been voting. Every time I look back in history, I see that there's massive amounts of voter irregularity. When the Constitution was supposedly ratified, quote unquote, there were troops called out in Delaware. Troops, and the people were upset about it because it was obvious they were suppressing votes (laughs) and they were intimidating. So that's for the constitutional ratification. Voting is a scam. If voting made a difference, they wouldn't let you do it. It's not an old saying for no reason. It's because it's the truth, but the people can't accept it because they're built into a fraud. This entire system is built on fundamental frauds, that your vote matters, that it's about liberty and justice and constitution, limited government. Anybody can look around and see it's not true. So here we are. Here we are. Trump won in 2016. He said he was going to clean all this voting stuff up, but he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't arrest a single person in the deep state. He didn't do any of the things he said he would. And all these people, all they do is just make up excuses how he can't do it. He couldn't have done it. No, that's not true. He could have done it. He could have done it. Could have arrested him. Oh, he never would have won again. Oh, He would have been impeached. Okay, well, that's not saying he couldn't have done it. It's saying that you're not willing to pay the price for him having done it. Those are two very different things. Okay, those are two very different things. Well, one, we have no idea what would result if he had done it. I personally think that if he had actually arrested Hillary and convicted her on these outrageous fucking emails, and if he'd arrested Barack on his fake-ass fucking birth certificate PDF alteration and put these people in prison and put a bunch of other people in prison, that he would have won in a landslide. That The win would have been so big that there would have been no way to steal it from him. But the very fact that he did absolutely nothing, didn't arrest anybody, just made endless excuses, and so did his supporters, just shows me that this is the way the system's designed to run, and the people just can't take a step back and see it. Look, you're never going to get the people in this country to agree to whatever the result is now. Whatever it is, it's not going to matter. If the courts take it and they ultimately rule in favor of Trump, are the Democrats going to riot? Yes. Are they going to consider him illegitimate? Yes. If the courts don't take it, they don't overturn it, are the Republicans going to consider this election to have been stolen? Yes, they are. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. See, the whole thing's been primed for months and months and months and months that Trump was going to lose. Trump was going to lose. Endless media propaganda about that, right? Well, the people on the right don't believe they thought it was all fake. And, of course, the polls did seem to all be wrong, which is not surprising. This is the same thing they did in 2016 when they said 98% chance Hillary was going to win. See, this is the part I don't understand. Republicans don't seem to be able to get that their entire narrative and paradigm is just as wrong as the Democrats. It's just as screwed up. If Trump had had any legitimacy about trying to clean the system up, he'd be cleaning the system up. We would have seen it. We'd have seen large numbers of arrests because there's so much corruption. What the people can't face is that the system itself is operating exactly as it's designed to. What possible outcome can there be now? Even assuming you could, in some theoretical fashion, sort through all of these problems with millions and millions and millions of votes, all these allegations, this incredibly short time frame. Even if you could do that, the Democrats would never accept it. He presented an altered PDF document and claimed it was an original. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Because you convinced Democrats of that? No. Trump went on for a president. He's served almost an entire term now. And he hasn't arrested a single one of these deep state rats. Not a single one. And it's not because he's prevented from arresting Hillary. He wasn't prevented by the deep state. The Republicans simply ignore the fact that right after the election, Trump said they're good people. He's not going to go after them. They just ignore that. They ignore the fact that he hires deep state rats. They dream these things up. Well, you've got to keep your friends closer and your enemies closer. It's just as nonsensical and idiotic a narrative as the Democrats run. And see, the system has to work together. That's all. It works together. You need both sides to keep the illusion going. But the Republicans refuse to face that fact. So what are we talking about now? What are we going to sort out? Why am I going to read all the details of all these cases? What's the point of it? When at the end, it's not going to matter what happens. Oh, we're fighting for truth and the justice and the right things and all this other bullshit, they say. Get, give me a fucking break. Are you kidding me with that shit? You're talking about government. You're talking about courts. You're talking about corrupt government. Everything about government is corrupt. The Constitution, it's a joke. The government doesn't stay within the Constitution. Oh, they have to c- continue to maintain the statutory scheme they set up for the voting and otherwise this. Oh, give me a fucking break. The statutory scheme itself is just a con. It's just fraud. It's set up to have loopholes and everything else. You're not going to get justice and truth and anything else when you involve government. <laughs> that's a fantasy. See, that's, that's the delusion these Republicans operate under. If you just look at the, the penalties for supposed vote tampering, right? If you just look at them, they aren't very serious. <laughs> if the vote matters as much as we're told, right? Anybody who tampers with the vote or votes illegally or fraudulently, or they should go to prison for the rest of their lives. For the rest of their lives. There shouldn't even be any question about it, right? Because we're told that the vote is the heart of our system. We're told that people have fought and died for it. That we send men overseas overseas. To fight and die for it. Well, if, if someone who's cheating and committing fraud on something that important, they need to go to prison for the rest of their lives. But that's not even on the books. That's not even the penalty. It's, it's it, See, nothing about the scenario, nothing about the narrative makes any sense. If you just look at it, if you just take a step back. So why am I going to get down into the details? I know the way the details work. They'll claim there's a standard of proof and they'll just ignore it. The, the the appellate court will write a, a, an opinion and just say that certain things have been found and they existed and they don't exist. And, and all you can do is just say, well, look at the briefing and look at the evidence. Everybody argues about it. People don't understand the way the law works. They don't understand the way it actually works. The idea that the courts are best suited to sort this out is absurd. The time to sort this out was before the election. You can't cast 150 million votes and then try to sort it out in 30 days. That's ridiculous. It doesn't work. You have to do it right the first time. And why are we even in any of this situation? Why? Why is Trump in this position? He's in this position because he gave in to the absurd narrative with regards to this fake-ass pandemic. (laughs) That's why. That's why we have mail-in voters and all this other stupid shit. That's why we have drive-through voting. That's why we have it all. That's why this thing is especially even more fraudulent than all the other ones because he gave into that. Hi, this is Legal Man. If you enjoy The Quash, support it. Go over to my Patreon account at patreon.com thequash and sign up. You get bonus shows, bonus material, and ad-free content. If you appreciate the unique perspective and information I provide, then support it. Go become a member. When you support The Quash, you also help get the truth out there. Let's get back to the show. That's why this thing is especially even more fraudulent than all the other ones, because he gave into that. That's all he gave into it. None of it happens if he simply doesn't declare a national emergency. You can't have all this emergency funds. You can't have the federal government financing these states. They would have all gone bankrupt. They never could have withstood all this shit. The federal government is just gushing money out, keeping this whole scam going. He brought Fauci out day after day after week after week, told us he's the most brilliant man in the world. We have to follow all his stupid shit. These are all frauds. Everything about it's a fraud. Okay there's nobody sworn in neither side bothers to say look we need to swear people in and not at some bullshit congressional hearing I'm talking about a legit lawyer in a legit court setting where you get the you get the witness all day they have to come back the next day you're not finished with the witness. It's hours and hours and hours. It's not like well, your time is up. Oh, sorry, Senator, the honorable man from the Georgia. Thank you for your honorableness. Your time is now honorably up, and and can I have some of my time back, Your Honor? I mean, it's just it's utter horseshit. All of those congressional and senatorial things are jokes. Talk talking about legit cross-examination. Find out what the science is. They claim we're following it. But see, Trump caved on all of this. And the Republicans don't come in and say we have to have that. So they have no one but themselves to blame. They could have cleaned it up in 2016. They didn't bother. They didn't have to give into this ridiculous pandemic, but they do. Oh, they'd have been ruining the polls. Okay, well, there you go. It's just more excuses from the fucking Republicans. It's not that they can't do it. It's that if they do something that they'll be ruined in the polls. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't, what, are you, what are you defending? What the hell system are you defending? Look at this absurd election. Look what's going on with it. Dozens of lawsuits everywhere getting dismissed, getting open, ongoing, new evidence, showing shit on the Internet. What the hell's going on? Nobody can follow it. You think you're going to get people, regular voters, to do this? People who think Joe Biden is competent? You, you think you're going to convince them of anything using facts? It's asinine. You think you can convince people on the Republican side that Donald Trump isn't actually trying to fight the deep state? No, they'll, they'll make endless fucking excuses about how he can't do this and he can't do that. And he tried to do this. They, they impeached him here. and they did. Oh, Just excuse after excuse. It's a very simple thing to know whether or not Trump was actually doing it. He would have fired multiple different attorney generals. And and the attorney general isn't even a constitutional position. It's just a made-up position. Again, we don't have to have an attorney general. just a made-up thing like all these other rules. These are all just made-up rules, all these election rules. They're all made up. Every single piece of this thing is made up. The Constitution itself is just a made-up thing, which they just ignore all the time. But he never would have run again if he was really trying. If you try for four years and you make no progress at all, which he's made no progress. When I point that out, people say, well, you can't do it. You have to wait. You got to get reelected. He didn't run in 2016 on elect me and then I won't get anything done the first four years, but then elect me again and then I can do it. That wasn't his platform. It was lock her up. He didn't lock her up. He lied about it. That's all. He lied about it. He didn't try. He wasn't prevented. He didn't try. But the Republicans will no more face those facts than the Democrats will face the fact that Joe Biden's dementia patient. See, both sides are delusional. And the people in media and government, they, they want these people on their side kept delusional. and then this absurd game, this left-right nonsense where there is no answer for the people. People who love freedom, we don't have a side. The government just ignores it all. How the hell are you going have government oversee government? doesn't make any sense. How can that ever work? You point that out to people and you just start repeating slogans about freedom and liberty and the Constitution, the genius of the founders and all this stupid shit. The founders would never accept the absurd situation we have. Never. They would be hanging both sides of these parties and all these media members as well. <laughs> but instead, the people run around defending it acting like all we have to do is finally get to the point or we can get a fair vote you don't even have a right to vote for the president i mean you don't even have a right to vote for the president think how absurd this all is and whatever issues reach the supreme court if they even get up there they're all going to be these made-up issues about equal protection from the 14th amendment and looking at bush v gore and some other made-up supreme court opinion The 14th Amendment never even ratified. I did a whole show on it. It's not even close. And so the levels of absurdity and fraud that we've reached, they boggle the mind. Just one fraud built on another, one fantasy narrative built on another, and neither side can see the log in their own eye. They're running around pointing at the speck in the other side's eye. And then imagining they're going to take a corrupt system like government, and they're going to somehow get justice and truth. They run around talking about liberty and truth and justice. And then they go to courts and governments, and they think they're going to get it there? Come on. What are you, five years old? There's no lawyer who practices any length of time who thinks you're going to get justice in the courts. It's asinine. It's absurd, but it doesn't matter anyway, because the whole system is set up to be chaos at this point. It's set up to be that. If it wasn't, the Republicans never would have allowed all this ridiculous shit to run on with a pandemic to enable this preposterous attempt at a vote. It never would have happened. It. What does it take for people to see that there's, it's pointless to run around arguing about the details of what's going on in some case in Pennsylvania or Nevada or fucking Georgia or anywhere else or Michigan or Wisconsin. Look at the couch and where who, who appointed them, what they should do. What does it matter? The entire system is a fraud. Take a step back and see what a silly, silly little box you're arguing in. Just, just do that instead. It's not like the Republicans ever repeal anything the Democrats put in anyway. It's not like there's much of a difference between them. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> same war, same debt, same health care shit. Oh, just arguing about whether we should have this, this kind of health care or that kind. So all the shit's just as unconstitutional. They both just push loads and loads of unconstitutional shit. So stop telling me about the details of this ridiculous election charade. It can never work. You can never get an answer in 30 days after all these problems. And they, everyone knew that was not going to happen. <laughs> it's just so silly. really is just so damn silly. So, well, I have a little bit more I want to say, but I'm running out of time. I'm going to say a little bit more in my Patreon account. In the bonus material so go over and sign up for my patreon slash the quash account because this show doesn't get made out of thin air i have to spend my time on it so if you respect my time and you respect somebody who's willing to tell you the truth and give you some insights into this stuff from a legal point of view then support the show that's all and you can always follow me on Twitter. I'm LegalMan at U.S. Law Review. And my podcast, it's on all the different podcast players. You can subscribe to that and listen to them. I've got tons and tons of them out there. So I hope to see you inside my Patreon account. If I don't, then hopefully I'll see you on Twitter. And I think that's going to be the show. So everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Take away!